0: Book Two Concluding Note of A Class Book of Old Testament History. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Olivia. A Class Book of Old Testament History by George Frederick McClear. Book Two Concluding Note Survey of the Patriarchal Age. With the death of joseph the patriarchal age of israel's history may be said to close the family had now thrown out many branches and was on the point of merging into the nation at this juncture then it may be well to look back and review some of the chief features of patriarchal life one and the first of these that claims attention is its nomadic character unlike the founders of egypt of babylon of nineveh the patriarchs were not the builders of cities and towns but pilgrims and sojourners dwellers in tents hebrews eleven nine but they were very different from rude hordes like the amalekites and other sons of the desert abhorring any higher mode of life abraham was no stranger to the highest form of civilization that his age afforded he was acquainted with ur with nineveh with damascus with egypt he had left his home in one of the chief cities of mesopotamia not from choice but in consequence of a direct personal call from god moreover so far from regarding his present mode of life as an ultimate end he and isaac and jacob were ever looking forward to a time when it would close when their descendants should be settled in the land of promise and become a great nation when the portable tent should give way to the city that had foundations hebrews eleven ten and thirteen through sixteen compare with genesis twenty four seven twenty eight four forty nine one through twenty seven fifty twenty four hence from time to time as opportunity afforded we see the wandering life freely and willingly laid aside lot settled in sodom genesis thirteen ten through twelve abraham in egypt went direct to pharaoh's court genesis twelve fourteen at hebron he settled and became a prince of god in the midst of the hittites genesis twenty three six Isaac not only lived near the Philistines but occupied a house opposite the palace genesis twenty six eight and practiced agriculture genesis twenty six twelve and Joseph's Dream of the sheaves points out that this was also continued in the time of jacob genesis thirty seven seven two the family was the centre of the patriarchal commonwealth its head was the source of authority and jurisdiction he possessed the power of life and death genesis thirty eight twenty four he united in himself the functions of chief and priest he offered the burnt offering he had his armed retainers genesis fourteen fourteen forty eight twenty two thirty four twenty five and thirty three twenty his intercourse with his wives for polygamy was not forbidden was free and unrestrained the wife's consent was asked before wedlock genesis twenty four fifty seven and fifty eight love hallowed the relations of abraham with sarah of isaac with rebekah of jacob with leah and rachel woman indeed did not occupy the position since conceded to her but her position was far from degraded and the sanctity of the marriage bond was defended by severe laws which made death the punishment for adultery genesis thirty eight twenty four slavery it is true existed but in the tents of abraham the slave was ever treated with consideration and not excluded from but made a partaker of religious privileges genesis twenty seven thirteen the fidelity and attachment of eleazar the steward of abraham's house the mourning for deborah rebecca's nurse genesis thirty five eight are pleasing proofs of the peace that reigned in the patriarchal household three civilization the life of the patriarchs was chiefly that of the shepherd, and their wealth mainly consisted in their flocks and their herds. But besides practicing agriculture, they were not unacquainted with money and the precious metals. Abraham paid for the field of Machpelah with coin, Genesis 23, 9 through 20. And the sons of Jacob took money with them into Egypt, Genesis 42, verses 25 and 35. While the gold ring and armlets presented to Rebekah by Eleazar, Genesis 24, twenty two the bracelet and signet ring of judah genesis thirty eight eighteen the earrings of rachel genesis thirty five four the many-coloured coat of joseph indicate an acquaintance with the luxuries of life four religion while other nations were rapidly learning to deify the powers of nature the patriarchs believed not only in a god above and beyond nature but in a god personal omnipotent and holy the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob was no mere abstraction, no mere law. He could and did reveal himself by angelic appearances, by visions, by dreams. He could console, strengthen, encourage, he could punish, rebuke, and on repentance forgive Abraham, the friend of god james two twenty three intercedes with him in behalf of Sodom and Gomorrah genesis twenty seven twenty three through thirty three isaac is warned by him against going down into egypt genesis twenty four two jacob is consoled by him at bethel when setting out into the land of exile genesis twenty eight thirteen through fifteen and wrestles with him by the fords of jabbok until the break of day genesis thirty two twenty four joseph believes in his invisible but ever present help in prison and in a strange land and ascribes to him all his wisdom in the interpretation of dreams genesis forty one sixteen the divine promise of a great future abraham believed under circumstances of greatest trial and his faith was counted to him for righteousness romans four three moreover the god of the patriarchs was no mere national or household god his sphere of operation was not restricted to the patriarchs and their families he is the god of all the earth Genesis twenty four three. The God of righteousness and holiness. He punishes the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. Genesis nineteen twenty four and twenty five. He plagues Pharaoh's house. Genesis twelve seventeen. He is the God of the priest king Melchizedek. Genesis fourteen eighteen. And of the Philistine Abilamech. Genesis twenty three. He protects not only Isaac, the child of promise, but the outcast Ishmael. The child of the bondwoman genesis twenty one thirteen he is with joseph in prison but he sends dreams to pharaoh and through joseph he saves egypt from famine genesis 50, twenty. Five. the religious worship of the patriarchs was in keeping with the simplicity of their creed the head of the family was also the priest of the family whenever abraham isaac or jacob reached any new spot in their pilgrimage they invariably erected an altar, generally of stone, and on a high situation. Genesis twenty-two nine, twenty-six twenty-five thirty-five seven. There they called on the name of Jehovah. There they presented their burnt sacrifice. There they offered up their prayers. Their history also proves the existence of offering covenant sacrifices and celebrating covenant feasts. Genesis fifteen nine through eighteen, twenty-one thirty-two the making and paying of vows genesis twenty eight twenty three the erection of memorial pillars and the consecration of them by pouring upon them oil and wine genesis twenty eight eighteen the rite of circumcision genesis twenty seven verses ten through fourteen and the paying of tithes genesis fourteen twenty six the character of the patriarchs is never represented as perfect their faults are freely exposed Theirs is no ideal history. If we compare the foremost eminent amongst them, we seem to trace in one, Abraham, the faith that can remove mountains in its power and in its fullness, revealing itself in unfaltering trust and unquestioning obedience under the most trying circumstances conceivable. In two, Isaac, the faith that can possess itself in patience and discharge the ordinary duties of life in quietness and waiting in three jacob the violent contest of faith with the flesh the higher with the lower nature till by hard discipline the latter is purified and the supplanter becomes the prince the prevailer with god in four joseph the fidelity and perseverance of faith revealed not only in the patient endurance of the most grievous trials but in energetic action and at length crowned with victory he unites in himself the noble trust and resolution of abraham With the quiet perseverance of Isaac and the careful prudence of Jacob, he is, moreover, an eminent historic type of Christ in one his persecution and sale by his brethren, two his resisting temptation, three his humiliation and exaltation, four his dispensing to a famine stricken people the bread of life, five in the fullness of his forgiving love. End of section twelve. End of book two.